0: It's Chris Watkin back again with Daniel Harrington, who is the global growth chief for Fine and Country. Uh, Daniel, how important is market share in a state agency?
1: Irrelevant. I'm what? being spicy on purpose. Go on. I, I'd say you speak to agents and the first thing they'll say is what their market share is. Of
0: what is my next question? Well, it's a 5% graph. I'm number one. Number two is 4.99, yeah. but I'm number one at five. OK, so what's another 0.2%
1: growth of market share
0: worth to you on your bottom line? Well, it, it's absolutely really weird. I did a post over the weekend where I said if the housing market because we're filming this in August 22. Yeah. And I said, if we go, if we return to a market that we had in 08, where house prices dropped 19%, mm-hmm. which is yeah. what happened, yeah. and with the number of transactions reduced from 1.4 last year to 850, because there's always people that want to move, yeah. what effect would that have on the UK estate agency market? Mm-hmm. And I said, if you took average fees from 0.8 up to 1.3, the industry would earn yeah. more money. Yeah. There'd be a slight, that it takes into account there'll be a slight reduction in agents. But an extra point one makes an absolutely massive difference to your bottom line absolutely. compared to just number of houses. Is that because the state agents are transactional? Quite possibly, but I, I think
1: there seems to be a... Uh, lethargy is the wrong word. It just This is the way it's always done. Okay. and And I just feel the... The best results I've ever seen from, from, from any assistance I've ever given a business is to start right back at core principles and to go below even market share and actually look at market value. What is the value of the market that you operate in worth and what's it worth at for every 1% market share and also for every 0.2% in fee? If you had 100% market share and your fees were 1%, what's it worth? And what would it have been if your fees were 1.2%? And actually, you can make it a sliding scale. What's worth more to your business, 5% increase in market share, or getting your fees to 1.3%?
0: Well, this is this famous spreadsheet that you share with people. I know you do it manually, but you're a data geek, a bit like myself. But it blew my mind because let's be honest it isn't a pie chart and you know no. i'm famous for my thoughts on pie charts yep. not I'm, i've been banned from se- not banned but self imposed not but yeah. yeah. but it's amazing how if you change your fee by 0.2% okay. what difference it makes to your bottom line yes especially especially in the fine and country market where the house prices are so
1: so so big and and, and we we um so So you you, you value your market, but you also need to cascade your business. So the big corporates will cascade their business back. If they need to make half a million pounds out of their office and their average fee is £5,000, then they need to do 100 completions. They need to SDC 120. They need to sale agree 240, which means they need to list um, 500, and they need to do 1,000 market appraisals. At Finder Country, we actually have, um, I've, we've actually built a, a reverse cascade calculator that, that factors those things, you know, how many leads you generating conversion rate, fall through rates, so on and so forth, average fee. And you can actually tweak the numbers to see what's going to give you the biggest ROI. Um, but, but even that, without knowing transactional volume is obviously key, but average house price above what threshold, and, and from when we're looking at joining a new business, and once a business is in, every review, every strategic review and every annual review, we start on the absolute solid foundations of what is your market worth? And in the last 12 months, your market has worth X. How much of it are you getting? Are you growing? And then where do you
0: want to get to and how much do you need to spend to get there? Because, okay. you know, you, you, you earn the money from the money, not from the pie chart. Hundred percent, absolutely. It
1: should only be a, a direction, a, a, an assessment, so you can make a proper business decision and a strategy okay. to get to that level. Of Why revenue. do you think
0: estate agents, though, are really love the fact that when they become number one, they have to brag about it?
1: I haven't thought about that to be honest. But what, but again, what does number one mean? Just just that I've
0: listed the most, I've sold the most. That they're, probab- they're probably they're pe- the type of person that's attracted to a state agency want the affirmation and the love of people and it's basically saying more, people love me more than anyone else
1: uh, yeah uh, but you do know, you go in business, we're, we're, do we're, go in business
0: for, to prove that you've got more people love you than anyone else I didn't
1: but a but, country we're not number one we're, we're in the premium market we're third we are aspiring to get to number one and we're on course to do that in the next few years if we continue at the rate that we're currently growing we will be number one.
0: So There's actually a school to thought that you go for number two because then then because when you get to number one there's only one place to go isn't yeah.
1: there? Oh well, absolutely I think I think yeah but again you so say yeah you are you're challenging why do we want to be number one? Yeah why do you want to be I number one? be number one Because you want to be number one obviously. But then
0: that's just as bad you're, as your you're dead charts. right. So you're about to fold your arms there body yeah. language. Oh, oh, walking. <laughs> but so I, I don't disagree. Surely our job as estate agents is to serve our clients, to get them moved on and earn a decent way money from it. Yeah. You know, we are in a privileged position to help people move from one chapter of their life to another. If you can do that so they can get the extra house, the extra bedroom or the extra four acres or the tennis court or give their grandkids an extra 10 grand each and earn well out of it. We're so lucky. But all we seem to worry about is how popular we are. I think it's like you put 10 houses on the market and lose the 11th and it's the end of the world. Yeah, and especially at the high end, if your average fee is
1: £42,000, oh. every, every withdrawal is a, is a pain and every completion is a joy. But I think, I think one of the things that I often start training sessions that I lead on is, is why do we go to work? And I, I try and cut out the, I go to work because I'm passionate about helping people fulfil their property dreams. I think that's, that's too, that's oversold. We go to work, and we live generally for our family and our friends and to, to provide the support for, for them. But of course, you have to do what you enjoy. And I think helping people always feels good. What, whether you're in the high end or the middle market or the low end, whatever, whatever part of our industry you're in, you're helping people to achieve mm. what they want. With, it becomes different at the high their largest asset. It's incredibly important. Well, it's no we difference fulfilled. whether you're
0: moving from a three-bedroom semi to a, a three-bed detached, or moving from a, a, a you know a, a pad in Wiltshire with ten acres to a pad in Surrey that's it twenty acres. Depends how many acres. homes you
1: have. Perhaps. Yeah,
0: but fundamentally, you're still moving one person from one house to another.
1: Uh, yes and no. Where you when you get to the real prime. Super Prime End, it's one of 15 properties that they own around the world. So it's less, it's okay, not their that, largest okay. asset, but that's a 0.1% of the market. So you are right. Okay. The the it's a huge responsibility that we take on board for people. And yes, we get thanks, but we also get a lot of uh,
0: heat stress when we do it wrong. Everything's our fault. Yeah. I yep. mean, let's be honest, it's a low you get blamed for everything, you get hassle. From everyone, yeah, that's the expectation at.
1: management. If you've sold them the dream, if you told them you'll get ten percent more than their house is worth by every possible, yeah, comp. but
0: you know, when, when they're falling out over a tank of oil, yes, um, you're going to get shouted at. Yes, yeah, well, that's all is because of a mirror, it, and it's whole and it's <laughs> hard, you know. But that's the nature of the game, isn't yeah. it? Well, what do you think the answer is? I, I, the, oh God, I haven't yet found the
1: answer, uh, and I don't think anyone ever will. I think. I think we could do with having a bit more uh, commerciality in the industry. What is the value of my market? What is my unit listing cost? What is the cost of growing my market share by 2%? And what is the benefit of growing my market share by 2%? But also, I think as an industry, we often chase supply rather than chase demand. And naturally, we're hunters. We're not farmers, estate agents. We're generally hunters, aren't we? And we chase for sale boards like a dog chases a car. In, in this market, talking in August 2022, when properties are on the market for three weeks and they're gone, this isn't quite so relevant. But we, we focus on, we see other companies for sale boards, they wind us up on the way home and we, we want to go after them. As an economist, if it is for sale, there is no demand for it. So we're picking up, whether it's at the price point that it's at or the quality of the property... And this is industry-wide. This isn't necessarily the, the high-end. We are chasing products that have no demand. One of the things I really enjoy doing, doing with my business is we heat map we heat map demand. Because there's a lot of properties that sell that never come to right move. There's a lot of properties that sell particularly at the high-end that never have a board and you wouldn't know about. And if you use something like land registry to heat map demand, and I've, I've, I did this exercise with a few officers. A lot of officers will often have a map of their area on the wall. And I'll ask them, I'm coming in advance, get me... 400 yellow stickers and 400 red stickers. All the for sales we put yellow stickers and all the reds we put from land registry or something, we put the sold, the cluster, and they cluster very differently. And I say, if you're going to spend money on marketing to the passive market, market to where properties sell, not where properties sit for sale. And I think...
0: Which, if the market hardens, which it will do, which we really we need 23, to 24...
1: I haven't been talking much about heat mapping demand for the last couple of years. No. Uh, But that's definitely something we're working on. We have a training session in London next week with our Park Lane Associates and Passive Lead Generation and the heat mapping of demand will be part of that training day next week.
0: Interesting. Thank you for your time
1: today. Thank you.